More laughter and more life. Casper and more. It's got some more week, baby. Are you excited, Liam? I don't know how to put it into words. <laughs> it was really like vile. I wasn't really expecting to feel so grossed out by it. You, you're going right into it. I guess. No, let's, let's a bit of preamble. Take okay. your time. This is a marriage episode. Oh yes, we are doing a marriage episode today. Rory is oh, of all weeks, Rory has work of all weeks to not make it. That time difference. Yeah, uh, so what's been going on in the world? Olympics. Mm-hmm. We watched like one rowing race. That was about it. Did you hear about Simone Biles today? Yeah, she pulled out. I know, but I, I guess I mean, obviously, I'm sure she's gutted and she's still very competitive. But at this point, it's not like it's not. She doesn't need it, really. She doesn't need to prove that she no, can win another. Like she is the greatest of all time. And she's got point. she's got the profile. She's got the endorsements. So do you know what I mean? I, I, I'd be more um, sympathetic for like a first time Olympian that is like this is your chance, you know. And then then it, totally. Well, that's you know, why everyone was really upset about. Is it Shikardi? I don't know, but the the sprinter, yeah, Shikardi Richardson. I mean that that's. That's really tragic and it's bullshit. I mean, yeah, that was bullshit. Even though people are going to go, well, you know the rules. It's like, yeah, but fuck the rules. Yeah. So that's preamble done. Should we get into it? I think so. There's not really anything else to chat about. Come on. We've had a boring week. Yeah, we're married. There's nothing to talk about. That's why we need Rory. Thanks, Rose. Thanks, Rory. I don't mean it. Making us acknowledge our boring married existence. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. We're not boring. What do you think about Brexit? What, what's that? She paid money for those lips and she fucking did well. Like, I am having funny flutters, I'm not even joking. Across the pond. Across the pond. Across the pond. Across the pond. I would come back here tell you that I loved you. I'm buzzing off it. It'll be interesting to see if she is our mouth or not. I'm not even sorry. He's fucking fit. I am completely loyal. Childish monkey. Message. Okay. Shall we do it, Liam? Yeah, let's get into it. All right. We're starting off week five. Can you believe it? Yeah, we're like over the hump, over the hump. That's quick. Uh, we're going with Sunday night's episode, episode 28. I called this episode the naughty duo. Mm, oh, foreshadowing. Yeah. The episode picks up right after Jake and Liberty were celebrating their boyfriend-girlfriend asking party. This seems decades ago. Everyone's freaking out again. They link up their bracelets. Everyone loves it. Faye makes a good joke here, what I assume is a good joke. She says, you're going to have to update your Facebook statuses. I mean, that's kind of like, for the last 10 years, that's kind of been the joke. When you end up in a relationship, that is like... Did you ever... Because I was kind of your first, like, serious girlfriend. Did you ever... No, because by then, it wasn't part of my profile Mm. that, like, you know... I remember... No one's fucking business. So I was of the age where... Because probably when you were young, like, you probably didn't have Facebook in high school, right? No, I didn't. I had had Facebook when I just left. Yeah, because 
I was at the age where you high schools were now allowed to have Facebook, but you still had to be like approved into a network to get on Facebook. So I got it like my freshman year of high school. And I remember like the turmoil of like, you know, my first high school boyfriend, Rollin, shout out Rollin. Um, I remember like when we broke up, I had to like delete our Facebook oh, thing. And it was always like, and then especially I had a couple bad breakups where it was like, who's going to be the one to delete oh. the Facebook status? Wow. I didn't even think, I didn't even think about like the relationship status politics. It caused so much turmoil. Wow. I- it was kind of exciting, though. I understand the appeal of it, but you know, obviously, it's, I think it's a good thing for society that we've let that A lot go. of people just left their status as it's complicated, so they never had to change it. Mm, so you could be single, be like, no, it's complicated. There'd be um, beef when you were dating someone who still said single, and you were like, like, should they change that? Because <laughs> it's still like, I still remember in college, even though we Facebook... Facebook was really strong when I was in college still. We would go check, like, if there was a cute guy on campus, I would go try and see if he was single on Facebook. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if, if you're dating someone but and wait, it still says single, that, point, that feels weird, but, but it's weird Surely to by that point, the hot people always had, like, edited their profile in such a way that their relationship status wasn't mentioned whatsoever. Well, I think you could just keep it. I think you could just not have anything. And it was anything. like, man, come on, help me out. I'm trying to see yeah. if like, I should chirps you or not. Oh my God, this is also throwing me back. I had this guy on campus that I thought was so cute and I would like make jokes to him. Me and my friends were psycho in college and we'd always find like randos and be like, that's my boyfriend, like boyfriend. <laughs> and we'd come up with names for them that were like usually a little offensive to them. We would like stereotype them, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and this one boy I loved and then I went on his Facebook and... <sighs> Guess what? No. He, no, he, no, it's not relationship status. Oh. He was a Republican. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he's interested in men. Mm. I was like, damn. Yeah. Should I cut that out, actually? Maybe I shouldn't be shaming Republicans on our podcast. No, fuck it. Like, mm. no, if, you, if you're a Republican and you're listening to this, then power to you from sti- for sticking with us. Yeah, we appreciate but, you. you know, we're, Just we're, call us if you want to We're not chat. on the BBC. We don't have to remain impartial. We're not funded by the taxpayers. I have already said on air, this is a left-wing podcast. Yeah, you know, yeah, screw it. <laughs> okay. Anyways. So then... We also see Abigail and Toby have this little moment where they're like in the bedroom alone and they're making out and they're acting obsessed with each other. And for a brief moment in time, I was like, wait, do they actually have chemistry or do they just have to commit to the de- this decision yes. that they've already made? Yeah, they're justifying yeah. that. It's like, well, we cause all this like, you know, <laughs> yeah. causes this drama. So we might as well be yeah. into each other. I think that happens in real life too. too. Sometimes people like fuck up and then they're like oh i we better stick together because i gotta prove it yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. but like if you if you prematurely in a relationship for another person then you better stay together for more than a week do you know what i mean yeah so i think that's kind of they were like all right well yeah let's let's pretend that we're into each other but uh spoiler alert they're gonna have like less than a day (laughs) after the drama settles before gossip war starts Okay, so then going back to this drama, Toby and Hugo have another fucking chat. Another one. How many chats can you have about the same thing? Hugo says, family, brothers, call each other out when they're in the wrong. It's true. I've always been on this mind when when friends like just, yeah, you support your friends, but you don't blindly support your friends. Like, it's your job. If you're a real friend, then you call out your friend when like right. they mess up or they are they going out with someone who's like, toxic and 
Also, to not do that is to act like you never make a mistake. Like, we all make lots of mistakes, and a good friend or a good partner will sometimes be like, you're making but a mistake I, I don't right believe, now. But I don't believe you're a true friend if you just let someone be, and they just do their thing, and even if you're, you can see it's destructive. Agreed. Or, um, but, but Toby's point is that he shouldn't have done it in that way, which I, I do acknowledge, like, if my best friend, not that Hugo and Toby are best friends, but if my best friend, like, said something rude about me in front of a huge group of people, I'd be like, yo, dude, why couldn't you say that in private? But yeah, again, they're but not like best friends. No, no, I, I do actually get why like Toby would be annoyed at that because, you know, it's a it's a knock to the ego. But, um, you know, like behave better. Yeah. Like, you know, it wasn't a secret what he was doing. This is old drama, though. The listeners are no longer interested in Toby versus Hugo. So let's fly by. No. Yeah. Hugo is right. He says, we're never going to agree. So we need to just see where the other person's coming from. Well, and he called Toby a bull in a china shop. Mm, he also goes, I just, I hope Abigail isn't the next person you slag off, brave. And Toby says he just needs to focus on himself. Hot boy summer. And they kind of bury the hatchet, but they don't really resolve anything. It's bedtime. Jake watches back the video of the girlfriend proposal. He's he's loving it. Abigail and Toby get sexual under the covers and everyone's making out. The next day, the boys grill Teddy for the highlights of their night. And Liv <laughs> tells the girls she might have gotten an MVQ too. Hmm? Might? Does she not? know what she did i think she was being coy so she did yeah so she did so so that means that means jake ate the box (laughs) (laughs) all right yeah there you go good for you jake Uh, good for you jake um the the boys are using this like british football metaphor i have to clarify that because we have an american footballer lately so we can't just say football anymore okay um, Jake gives some nonsense about scoring, but I can't tell what the fuck he means. And Tyler says he's just lacing up his boots to get on the pitch. So it's so coded that it's like, did you know what you meant by that? Or, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Well, you know what? I also saw on some in some Love Island Instagram they were confused about it too, and I was like, great, we're not the only ones right, no, no, who no. are dumb enough to not be a- yeah. able to understand these codes. So speaking of sports, we find out there is a challenge. It's sports day. Hugo, PE teacher, has to lead it. And I was like, you know what? I bet Hugo is a really good PE teacher. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I reckon so. Like, he's, he's a nice guy. He's fun. And not to not to discredit, because I did discredit them before, not to discredit PE teachers. But um, I think I think a large part of it is kind of like, inspiring your students you know because sport is about like reaching for the goals and 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 pushing yourself so i I think that he would be yeah i I think he would be a good um good at inspiring the Mm. students and And you know what when i was in high school i used to think pe was kind of a bullshit subject but now that i'm older i'm actually like oh no both of our countries like desperately need people to like working I, out I so think, that's great i think there's not an, enough of an emphasis mm, on pe in, i did wave out of our, pe in well, high school so i mean so did all the 
cool teenage girls you know they all thought it was lame and they're gonna like they're gonna bunk off well no i got to get out of it because i did dance outside of school so if you did a certain amount of hours of athletic activity out of school you could get out of it i mean we have one body you know i think it's important to learn like Mm. how to warm up how to stretch how to because you don't know how to stretch well i know a few basic stretches no liam liam anytime something's hurting in his body he's like can you show me a stretch right because we didn't do glute stretches we did like a hamstring and we did the the one where you pull your arm across your body mm, and like we did classic. like three stretches classic and but like that's what i'm saying like now i think there should be a greater emphasis on looking after mm. yourself what tangent know. are we on let's move <laughs> well, well so i was going to ask you about sports day because okay. this is this is very much an english thing and I was wondering if you... But all these things I've done before... I've done, done an egg, egg and spoon. I've done an egg and spoon race. Okay, so I've at, done a three-legged red. So at school, I mean, I've watched a lot of American films and TV. I've never seen... I've never seen a sports day on, on like, depicted by Americans as we do in England. Mm, see, no, this would be kind of like... I don't... Maybe it's not as popular. I don't know, but... And I don't think we'd call it a sports day, but this is definitely, like, at a picnic or a fair... Or like a kid's birthday party, they might get out a relay race like this, kind of like a but fun also, relay race. But also, I think race. it might highlight the difference between England and America is that this is a like a, you know, this is a um, a real competitive day, sports day. Um, whereas in America, it would be like yeah, like you said, that's for cookouts and and like fairs and shit i think it still can like get competitive i mean we used to do like spirit day in high school well we'd have spirit week yeah but and one of those days would be like a big relay race like but this. what i'm saying is that like england in its classic like rinky dink fashion will make a whole day of doing the egg and spoon and the two-legged race and the sack race and whatever and america will have like 15 year old kids with a, like a huge with the bleachers in a huge stadium playing football and the whole town turns out like, the whole town doesn't turn out for sports day. It's just a day that you, like, your parents come and cheer you Yeah, but the whole on. town probably comes out for, like, a soccer game. I mean, not really. Okay. Well, anyways. So, it is green team versus pink team. First up, they do an egg and spoon race. I actually was very impressed. The production team dyed the eggs the team colors, which seems, like, above and beyond for them. I mean, you just painted it. I know, but it's not hard. But look at some of these dates they go on. They're not paying attention to detail. I was just impressed. Pink wins the first round. Liam smashed it. He like sprinted with the egg in the spoon. It was very impressive. Then they do a three-legged race. The green team wins this one. And then they do a sack race. And we had a problem with the sack race. Well, it wasn't a sack race. It was a tote bag race. Right, the bags were too low, so everybody had to like duck down really, really well, low, or just not, or just jump. Yeah, with the, the sack. I thought it was cheating to just jump with the sack well, around so your did some ankles. Other, some the other players. I know, I but I guess it would be unfair for people like Liam, who's really tall, to have to bend down more. But well, therein yeah. lies the problem with the tote bag. Give us a real goddamn sack. I know it was a little bit flawed. So this race, though, brought us a little bit of drama oh yeah it did toby and hugo of course are going head to head i wonder who decided that (sighs) toby says the game is a game hugo says i know you like playing the game boy (laughs) and then but toby crushed him so it was kind of a sad moment but toby won the battle but hugo won the war okay because like that comment got under his skin yeah you could tell you could tell that's why 
he was doing this sack race like he it was it was like life and death. Well, and then, spoiler alert, the pink team wins and they all jump in the pool and they're celebrating and the green team is acting bitter as fuck. This moment is incredible. Yes. And Toby just somehow like goes over to the gym and picks up <laughs> weights and starts pumping iron she looking angry in the mirror. No, it's like, oh God, like you're a step away from shadow boxing. Do you know and what? Like, and like singing the Rocky theme. Uh, it was really, it was really cringeworthy. And just like, oh my goodness, Toby, like, he chill the is fuck out. a like, professional, well, semi professional athlete, though. So maybe he's just very competitive. Yeah, but, but even if you like lose a game of football and then it's like, man, I'm so pumped up. I'm going to do some curls because I need to get out this energy. It's like, all right, maybe you need to like well, start meditating. Well, you're right. Also, then you're taking the sack race way too seriously. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. The right. tote bag race. So then that night, we have our getting ready montage. And I just wanted to bring this up, okay? The producers show, I would say, almost every time there's a getting ready montage, the producers show shots of Faye mid doing her makeup, like with her contour everywhere. And they show her way more than the other girls. So I wanted to know, do oh, you think this is them throwing shade? Yeah, absolutely. They're yeah. Like, they're like, I mean, look, the whole show knows kind of what the personnel are. Like the contestants, right? They know part of the appeal is like the girls who wear way too much makeup. But but, like, but but also like there's you know like Ian Sterling jokes about them that there's there's a type of person there's a type of person to go on this show you know and it's a type of person not like me or you because we're not going to spend hundreds of dollars on our hair and then go and to our veneers and, go, and, and, and our <laughs> veneers and go to tanning beds. Do you know what I mean? So I kind of think it's like them showing us that it's like. Hey, I know a lot of you aspire to be these people, but look at like how the sausage is made. This is what Faye looks like when you can see half of her face is like 10 shades darker than the other side where she hasn't put the makeup on. I don't know. I think it's a fun little like curtain pullback. Yeah, it you is. Know? Well, I've always liked that about the show. Yeah. And as a girl who likes to do her makeup, I like seeing what kinds of the of makeup girls are doing. I'll be like, oh my God, she has the Huda Beauty palette, you know? But when you see her with like the different shades, it's like full on costume makeup. Yeah, it is. It is pretty wild. Contouring is pretty wild. Like we didn't... Okay, you know what's crazy? Like before I worked on the cruise ship... Wait, was... is this going to turn into a, a makeup tutorial? <laughs> Just give me one No, I love those. Before I went on the cruise ship and worked with all the British girls who like love doing their makeup, mm -hmm. I like didn't own bronzer. Like I... I would, oh my god, did you know I'm bronzer? No, but I'm just saying you've only known me in my phase where I like love doing makeup, but I used to spend like very little money on makeup. I used to oh. never shop at Sephora. God, I think I would have liked you much more then. <laughs> yeah, but I looked worse, but... Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, but this is what I want to say. Contouring is like actually very new to humanity. And there's, mm -hmm. you need to go look this up. There's all these celebrities you can see like pre-contour and post-contour. And it does fully change people's faces. Oh, yeah. I mean, the problem is we've just gotten a little carried away with it, I think. For as sure. A but society. we've all seen these videos of like makeup artists are like, it'll be some just like some dude. And he's like, I'm going to turn myself into Angelina Jolie. And it's like, well, this is yeah. This is a well, you superpower. Know what? That was sick in theater school. We got to take makeup as for a semester and I got to like do, you know, bloody stage makeup and change my face into people. It was pretty fun. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. Anyway, so that night, Toby goes to chat with Chloe. Millie's really nice here and is like, do you want me to walk over to make it less awkward? I appreciate like, yeah, that moment. Sick. 
But that was really sweet. Yeah. And here, I'm going to give Toby credit where credit is due. He gives her like a real apology with cohesive sentences. And I acknowledge that. And I think it was a really good thing to do. Did you acknowledge Chloe was wearing like the collective house or the collective girl's earring? Oh, yes. I don't know if they're hers or Faye's, but I've seen them on both of them. No, they, times. and it's been on many seasons. So first really? of all, Chloe looked amazing this night. She was wearing this like tan slash neutral like cohort thing. What's I loved a it. A cohort is when a girl's like top and bottom are like separate, but one oh, thing right, okay. kind of yep. like, you know how that's popular sure. now. Um, and she's wearing the classic Love Island earrings, which are this like gold circle attached to a dangling square. So you've seen this in other seasons? Yeah, there what? was one season, maybe like, yes, I think the South Africa season, like every girl was wearing this no earring way. every day. Is it just like a sponsor, do you think? I bet you I saw it first, which sends clothes into the villa, has these earrings. But I also think they were really popular, like, like pre-pandemic. All right, all right. So... Anyways, uh, after Toby gives his apology, Chloe calls him a prick and he looks really upset. And then she's like, I'm winding you up. It she's, was really cute. She's so funny. Yeah, she is funny. She, they, I just like, she, I don't know. She likes like messing with people a little bit and like stirring, but in a fun mm. way. I just, oh, she's fun. I really like her. Yeah. And I just keep reflecting how, how much I hated her the very first episode they showed her. And it's just, that's what I love about the show. Our perceptions of people really do change over time. Well, also she came in guns blazing with the sort of like caricature of her. Yeah. You know, uh, I, we always fall for it, but we never learn that it's like, oh, this probably isn't the real person. Okay. But again, that's why I like Love Island because on other shows, like other, when I tell people about Love Island in America, they're like, it's on every night for eight weeks. They think it's insane. But what is actually good about that is I can watch a lot of American television and A, it's so, so, so produced, even though obviously Love Island's like very produced too. It, yeah, but at the yeah. same time, we get enough footage of everyone, I think, if they stay on the island long enough to to have a deeper understanding than we would get from, you know, these other reality TV yeah. shows that are so, so quick and so quick to Absolutely, label yeah. somebody as like villain or hot girl, or you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think Love Island gives us a oh, label yeah. when they come in, but they allow that label you to can't, disintegrate. Like, there's, it's really hard with um, the amount they're on TV, the, the amount the show is on, that if you get the villain edit, you know, say, in, in when you first go in the house, they can't maintain that because there's going to be so much footage of you, you know? So, yeah, you, the, the producers don't have as much power on other other reality shows and, it is actually, then you actually get reality, mm -hmm. which is... Well, what we hope is somewhat a version of reality. Yeah. Somewhat. So then we also see Aaron and Hugo hanging out, and Aaron imparts his fantastic player knowledge to Hugo. He says, look, dude, you gotta go make a move. You can spend the next few weeks making subtle moves here and there, yeah. or you can go for it now. And honestly, I was like, Aaron could be a dating coach. Like, Aaron, contact me. I'll help you set up this business. I really think he he always gives such wise advice. And he kind of reminds me of, you know, that movie Hitch with Will Smith. Yeah. I think Aaron could be a Hitch. But, he could be like, listen, bro, here's what we're going to do. do. You're you going to be in the elevator. Do you think he's that good? Or do you think he's actually just sort of like he has a degree of perception and like emotional maturity because what he was saying wasn't anything. He was just like, yeah, do it, man. Just go for it. I, I don't think he's saying anything that crazy or that like that sort of inspired. He's just like, he's a cool character and, mm. he, and he approaches things like 
calmly and thoughtfully. But that's the thing, he he does approach things thoughtfully and he also isn't scared to go make a move. So he's like confident in making moves, but he's calm and collected. Well, a lot of times the people who are like making moves on the show are a little more chaotic. But that's what I mean. I don't know if you can teach what Aaron has. I think you just have to be like, just well, be chill with it. I think he could. If 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 you want help setting up your All business, right, well, contact Aaron, Emily because she, she'll. Be I have a lot of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> My ideas are all from the movie Hitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, speaking of Aaron, Aaron takes Lucinda over to the fireplace, and he tells her that usually he doesn't open up about his feelings. And Ian Sterling made a really good joke here because before that we saw this scene, he goes. I'm giving Lucinda tickets to all my gigs because she'll laugh at really bad material. And then Aaron says that very first part of the sentence that he doesn't usually open up about his feelings. And Lucinda cracks up. Like she's like kneeling over laughing. And he hasn't said anything besides the fact that he doesn't usually open up about his feelings. He's too cool for Lucinda. (laughs) I'm sorry, Lucinda, but like they're not on the level. I think Lucinda has a good heart, but... She does have a good heart, but but like... but a simple good heart. So does like a like a cute dumb dog. But you're not gonna like have a have an in depth conversation with that dog. You're gonna pat mm. it, pet it, and be like, "Oh, aren't you cute?" Mm. And like Aaron, man, like. But I did. Maybe maybe this is like his holiday romance. He was like, "Ah, oh, fuck it, it's not gonna last. I'm gonna get my." Well, I do think I think they and... make a nice villa couple, but that couple can't last in the real world. Oh yeah, there's no there's no yeah. longevity. There, there's no legs to this couple. Sorry. So then, right after that, we see Kaz say, Aww, we're back to being a big happy family again. No drama. And guess what sound we hear? Blip, blip. Got a text. It's like, bling. Yeah, I can't remember Got a text. I got a text. They've, oh, also, Liam and I went out for like a hot date on Sunday night. It was, it was a pretty good date. And we had to wait pretty long for the table. And when I got the text, I had to go up, you know, you put your number in, (laughs) you get a text when your table's ready. And I went up to the person and it almost came out of my mouth to be go, I got a text. (laughs) (laughs) You're so classy. I know, it's pretty funny. Love Island is ruining my brain. You know, once upon a time, I was smart. Once mm. upon a time, I got good grades. So they I get a text. Promise. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I got. They get a text and it says, Islanders, gather around the fireplace. At which point, Lucinda says, oh, this bloody fire pit hates me. And it's like, no, it's not the fire pit, it's the general <laughs> public. <laughs> it is surprising. Because Lucinda was our number two IG, and she has insane followers. Yeah, so, because she looks good, and she probably has like she, you know create curated, photoshopped. I know people uh, just, Instagram. People just use Instagram so differently than I do. Like I only follow the people on this show on my personal Instagram that are super funny and engaging. Like I don't want to follow another person who's just going to be showing me but that, pretty little thing. Ads. Yeah, but that's kind of what the Love Island influences become. Well, Instagram is a shopping app now at this point. Like they've even added in that shopping feature. The whole point of Instagram right. is to she's, sell she's basically just like a ASOS model. Yeah. Well, either way, we learn that the couple with the least votes is going home and Faye and Teddy and Aaron Lucinda are the bottom two couples. Aaron and Lucinda are dumped. The naughty trio is sobbing. Hugo's sobbing. Everybody is sobbing. Mm. They leave. I'm actually very sad to see Aaron go. So was I. And uh, 
for as good as a player and perceptive as he was, he hitched his wagon to the wrong horse. Yeah, I think not he calling did. her a horse, but I don't think you just found the right girl for him, though. He, I do feel like none of the girls. He didn't, but he kind of put, he did kind of put all his eggs in that basket. Mm. And, it's too bad because I, I would I have loved think, to see what he did in Casa Amor. Oh man, I, I don't think they got voted out because of him. I think Lucinda's lack of votes kind of dragged kind of dragged him down, unfortunately. Mm. Um, yeah, because she was in the bottom three girls, but he wasn't in the bottom three right, boys. Exactly. Yeah. And when they were leaving, and like, oh god, and Hugo was saying goodbye to him, like you could tell that, like Aaron, especially after I think the the drama between Hugo and Toby, I kind of feel that most of the guys t- took the side of Toby because because this is why I kind of don't like the sort of like group macho mm. boy mentality because it's all about like lads sticking together and it's like yeah but you're not really good friends because you're not going to call each other out you're just going to like support each other and be like each other's cheerleaders that's not that's not real friendship and I kind of felt like Aaron was the last confidant of Hugo yeah I feel and like honestly, Hugo's a little bit alone now this was the closest to crying I've ever got at Love Island. Really? Yeah, you didn't notice because you were typing your notes, but I was like secretly like trying to hold it together. Aww. And it was like, oh man, because I kind of felt for Hugo. I was like, oh, imagine me in that situation where all the boys kind of think like, oh, you're not one of us because you called out one mate. And it's like, all right, that tribal mentality, I I, I hate. And Aww, I don't know, I just Liam. felt for Hugo, man. I felt like I, in that instance, I'd have been like, oh, I can't want to leave as well. man. I, I don't want to be here anymore. Very sad. Yeah. All right. Well, we've spent too much time on this episode, but we're going to talk about the last little bit, which is that Hugo goes to make a move. And here's where I get frustrated with Hugo because I am rooting for Hugo. Okay. Everyone is. Everyone's at home be like, no, come on. Hugo, if you're, you're like, you need to bring the sex appeal. He goes over to make his move, make his move, quotation marks. He's not, he can't even look her in the eye. He's like laughing. But then as he's approaching it, Chloe goes, oh, Hugo. And then right after he's like, don't worry, I'm not sticking it on you. And I was like, oh, "Oh, Hugo, like if you're going to do it, just do it and be embarrassed. Stick it on her. This can't work otherwise. He, He is the perennial little brother. So, and this is what I said ages ago, and you and Rory disagreed with me when I said he's kind of friend zoning himself. He immediately puts himself in the friend zone, and then it's hard for girls to kind of see him as a sexual, uh, like potential, or see his. Yeah, sexual well, potential. I agree with you on that right now. I don't. I didn't necessarily necessarily agree with that before because we hadn't seen him actively like a girl and go for it, and now we have. So I'm like, oh my god, Hugo! All right, let's move on to the meat. Episode 29, this is Tuesday Nights, and right off the bat, we get a little preview of Jake saying, oh my god, all giddy, and Liam and I turn to each other with like very stressed looks, eyes open wide. (sighs) I called this episode House of Love, because I'm not sure if you knew this, but Castro is actually Spanish for house of love i did know that but you know on previous <laughs> season we've seen other people be like what does casa amor mean i mean yeah but i'd i'd, I'd like to think that you're elevated Do you in know what? intelligence uh, you know above the average i like to i like to laugh at british people when they don't really know spanish but i guess that's not fair because in the same way that i really don't know any french words nah, but, like but, spanish yeah but but 
there are certain words that are in our vernacular. Mi casa su casa. My house is your house. Yeah, you're right. Like you should know an amor. You should amor know that in any language, not in any language. There's so many languages. It's like amore, yeah. amor. There's no excuse yeah. to not realize what that means. But, okay, I just got to talk about this. Like on TikTok the other day, I saw this British guy being like, Americans call chickpeas garbanzo beans. And all these people in the comments, well, I just did an American accent, but you know what I mean? It would be a British accent. And all these people in the comments were like, garbanzo beans americans are so fucking stupid and i was like that's the spanish name like you guys call aubergine like you guys call certain vegetables the french name are we, are we doing this again I, yeah we didn't do this on the pod i know i just hear it all day at work people have been like english people say this no american but exactly so the same way that when when people critique you for saying certain words like i don't critique you for saying aubergine i'm just saying you say I mean, that because that's the isn't that the french word yeah Right. Probably. So we say some words, we have the Spanish words for certain things in our vernacular. I just think people, some, I know half this pod is about like, British people do this, American people do that. But I think sometimes we're like so quick to judge each other when it's like, it's just because that country's close to a different country than you. So it is a cloudy morning in the villa. The boys are lounging in bed when they get a text. They're going on a lad's holiday. Hashtag. Casa Amor. Oh boy, do they, don't they all lose their minds? Yeah, and we get this amazing shot where the girls are on the balcony being like, yeah, blah, 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 like kind of having a boring chat. And we, in the shot, we can see the boys running oh, and great. sneaking out of the villa. It was a really good shot. They, I, I swear usually they do it. The girls go out for, a, you know, a girl's date. Mm, they've done and this. And then they come back and the boys are gone. But this was great because this was like, no one expected this. They just left. They no, left the, the house. The like, original Casa Amor, they just told the boys they had to sneak out for a lad's day and they didn't know it was going to be Casa Amor. So they have done this before. But I just thought I it was really good because like, it was good. It was totally out of the blue. Well, at least, you know, if, if you're one of the girls there and you're like, well, wait a minute, it's got quiet all of a sudden. Yeah. So then later, Liberty goes downstairs and has such a great moment when she realizes the boys are gone. She just seems dumbfounded. She immediately turns around and runs upstairs to tell the, the girls that the boys are gone. Everyone's freaking out. Kaz is shouting, I just found a man. It was oh, pretty funny. God, poor Kaz. Poor Kaz. Um, Millie seems really genuinely worried. And at this time, I mm. felt like, oh, well, Liam's definitely going to stay with her. I mean, he's been warning us all this time. He's been warning us. He's like, Usually I'd see a girl for three three times and I'd like kick her to the curb. And he's like, he said so much stuff like this that like... But then he just keeps talking about how much he likes Millie. Well... Well, we'll get into it. Yeah. So the boys enter. Casa more lads, 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 lads. As always, even the boys who are like very much coupled up are geeked out. So excited that it's a little sus. It's a little sus. Yeah, right. This is this my very first note. It's like... It's exciting just to do something different, you know, when you have a routine, you're in this like sure, complex Sure, I do get day. that. But some of the boys who are with a girl are so excited. It's like, what are you excited about? The prospect of finding a better girl. Yeah, like, and it's not really a lad's holiday. Like, I would get it's fun to go on vacation with your friends. It's not really a vacation with your friends. No, of course it's not. So then the Casa More girls enter. We have six new girls. And honestly, some of them, I think the casting team did a pretty good job. I don't, some of them are quite forgetful at this point. I mean, I... Well, there's always forgetful Casa Amor people, but I got to say this season of Casa Amor is pretty hot. Like, 
minus there's like three of the boys, the boy casa, more people that look the same to me and are are kind of boring. Harry, Jack, and Sam. I know not. I don't know anything to distinguish them besides their jobs, but but maybe throughout the week we will. But otherwise, I think everyone's like pretty hot, has pretty good followings. Let's get into them all. So we have Clarice. She's 23. She's an influencer and brand owner from London, and she already has a huge following. So I think it's pretty clear they were like saving this girl for Casa more. Mm. We have Lily who's 22. She's a trainee accountant from South Shields. And in her intro package, she says she has her eyes on Jake and says her best feature is her feet. Then we have Amy. She's 25 and she's a performer from Surrey. I'm really excited about Amy because as soon as she was a performer, I was like, this girl does cruise ships. Uh And I go onto her social media and guess what? (laughs) This girl does cruise ships. And for anyone who didn't listen to our first few episodes, Liam and I met working as performers on a cruise ship. He was in the band. I was in the stage shows. A classic Love Island, Love Island story. A classic love Our story. across the stage. That's it, that's what we've got. That's not what happened, but anyways. <laughs> um, so I'm just really excited. I've always been waiting for a cruise ship girl to come on because, to be honest, I really would want our friend <laughs> to be on the show. Wouldn't she be so good? Yeah, I think she would actually. So anyways, we're excited. And at the time when I saw Amy, I was like, "Mm, sorry, Amy, I don't think you're making it into the villa. But now it seems like Amy definitely is making it into the villa. But we'll get into the logistics of that later. We have Kayla. She's 28. She's a DJ from Dublin. We have Salma, who uh, is gorgeous. She's 20. She's a model influencer from Dublin. But we like literally don't really see Salma in these episodes. I don't even know. Is it Salma? Am yeah. I saying it right? Like, yeah. we barely saw her. It was kind of disappointing. So then we have the Islander I'm the most excited about because she is the GOAT, Chris Hughes' ex-girlfriend, Mary, 22. She's a model from Leeds, and she has her eyes on Liam. That's what she says in her intro package. Although, as I'm rereading these intro packages, I'm like, a lot of these girls don't end up going nah, for the person that they said they were into, but Okay. And then, of course, we see motherfucking Jake giggling to the camera that there's been, direct quote, there's been some girls thrown in that are my type. Let's be honest. I don't think Jake is going to pick another girl, but but it's just annoying. Jake's behavior over the next two episodes leads me to believe that he, if he actually did go on an actual lads holiday with with his friends, Oh boy, I wouldn't trust him yes. an inch. If there weren't cameras on him, I honestly feel like Jake would cheat on Liberty. Oh, yes, yeah. <sighs> it, oh. It's so frustrating. I know, I know. It's just these boys, man. Yeah. They're children. <sighs> and then we snap back to the villa. The girls are preparing. They're all doing their makeup. They're frantic. Chloe is so excited. She says she's ready to snog. I'm excited for Chloe to snog. I feel like this is her moment. This is what she's been waiting for. Mm. The girls need to pack suitcases for the boys, so they all leave little, like, sneaky gifts or do little, like, sabotage things. Millie puts in her her Sagittarius necklace that she loves. Chloe packs condoms for Hugo, which I thought was really <laughs> funny. I love that. Yeah, that is funny. Um, That's <laughs> and then we, we're back to Casa Amor. The boys are getting to know the new girls. Toby says... Let's go down the line. What's your type? Salma says, tall, dark, 
handsome TDH. Lily says she wants an old school guy who's going to keep her in place. To this, I'm like, what? Yeah, what? Do you, you want an beaten? old school guy? Like, he's going to make you make him dinner every night? Yeah. That's a weird way to put it to me. I, I, I don't know what that means. So this is the thing about um, being a gentleman or being a, an old fashioned guy or being a guy that's like, yeah, I, I pay for the meals. It's like, yeah, you do these small gestures, but kind of so you have power and you're the superior one in the couple over the woman. So yeah, so you couldn't want a guy who runs around and opens your car door, but he's probably not going to treat you with like the same level as respect as he thinks I don't think he deserves. I don't think that's fair to make a blanket statement that anyone who does those things isn't going to... I think anyone who's like... No, but if you're an old school guy that's like, you know, like I'm a gentleman, it's like, yeah, so you open doors for girls well, what for I'm women, say... but you think she shouldn't have a career and she should stay and like have babies for you. So it's like, so you're not, you're not, do you know what I mean? You're not really. Sure, but there are, there are guys who like focus on opening up a door for a girl who don't want that. But what I'm saying is a guy who that's their like only move is to like be classic chivalrous yeah, yeah. to me is a little, that's a little bit of a red flag actually. Oh, sure, yeah. sure. That being said, I still appreciate a door being open for me. Come on. I mean, I'll open a door for you if I'm in front of you and I get the door first. I'm not going to run in front of you and be like, Oh, let me. What if it's let a me. heavy door and I'm wearing? Oh, you pathetic little woman. What if let I'm me open like? For you. What if I'm like in heels and I have? A, I'm carrying a purse and I'm a little. Right. Okay. I'll do a favor for you, but I'm not going to run in front of you and open a door like you're like made of daisies and you can't possibly push open the door okay. yourself because you're a woman. I do appreciate woman. that. I can open a door myself. So there you go. Um, I think a lot of people would disagree with us, but you know that's oh, how we roll. They would, but fuck them. <laughs> Toby here then says he's in danger. Obviously, Toby, you, we didn't even have to see the new girls to know that you were going to pick a new girl. Wait, you mean he's not saving himself for Abigail? <laughs> Teddy insists to the girls that he's open to get to know people, but it's going to be hard to turn his head. And Liam says he's very happy with Millie. I mean, yeah, he says that, but he constantly is saying... In the same breath, it's like, you know, but we've got to be willing to like get to know people. It's like, but you don't, you don't actually have to. You can be nice to people. See, well, actually, I, I think I, you can get to know people. It's whether like he could have gotten to know Lily and seen if he liked her without having to like sleep in the bed with her and without having to like flirt with her on the day bed, you know? Yeah, I, I, mm, I don't like it. Don't like it one bit. Yeah. In this conversation, we also find out that Hugo likes Mary, Amy, and Lily. So Hugo is going to pick a Casa more girl. So we know that those are three girls who are likely to get into the villa. Later, we see Clarice flirting with Teddy. We find out she really is focusing on Teddy. And you know what? Teddy kind of won me over even more this episode. He seems like he can actually have a conversation with Clarice here, which is sweet. And he seems like he is really trying to do the right thing and be respectful to Faye. And, but he does say to the camera after this convo that he has a big problem on his hands. Who do you think right now? Who do you think is going to win? Do you think he's going to pick Clarice? I, do you know what? I, I don't know. I really don't know. I, I did actually write, um, I have to give as as much as it pains me to do so. I do. I did. I did have to give some credit to Teddy because he actually seems to be like one of the more loyal boys. But whether he's doing it 
to like look like a nice guy or whether he's doing it like genuinely, I, th- I think he's still sort of like, he's still thoughtful enough to not be like, sure, you can share my bed. Do you know what I mean? Like some of the other guys like have probably forgotten the, their girl's like name back yeah. in the villa. Well, you know what, Teddy, here's the reason we didn't like Teddy is that he came in with such a fixed persona that it felt creepy. I mean, I still think it's creepy. But. Sure. But I do also think that could be nerves. That could be initial gameplay. And now it does seem like he's relaxed a little bit. He seems a little less calculated to me now. Right. That's all I'm going to say. All right. And then we see the boys, the new boys enter the main villa. Hashtag men for days. <laughs> We've got Dale. He's 24. He's a barber from Glasgow. He's got his eyes on Faye, he says, when he's entering the villa. Then we have Jack. He's 26. He's a racing driver and coach from East Sussex, and he's got his eyes on Chloe. Then we've got Mehdi. He is 24. He's an American footballer from Belgium. But now he lives in, I kept wanting to call this Lutton, but then I heard somebody else Luton. say Luton. Okay. Lutton. Where's the double T? Where's, where's Luton? It's like just outside of London. Okay. He has his eyes on Kaz, and we found out from the extra little YouTube videos they posted, he speaks four languages, which is a big, big yes for me, baby. Impressive. He probably speaks French, Flemish, English, and one other. Um, uh, then we've got Harry. He's 24. He's a car salesman from Glasgow. Another Two one from, boys Glasgow. from Glasgow. And also, this is a fun little fact I saw. He is the first ever Islander to be recruited through Tinder. Wow. I guess they did some partnership with Tinder to recruit Yeah, I people. saw some weird commercial that was like, go on Tinder and maybe you'll end up with Anton or something. I didn't really get it, but it was very odd. That is a good cross-pollination yeah. of the world. It's like, shout out to Tinder's marketing mm. people for thinking of that. All right, and then we have Matthew. He's 26. He's a strategic marketing consultant from Belfast, and he is six foot six. And we've got Sam. He's 23. He's a maintenance engineer from Clitheroe. Clitheroe. They all get to know each other. Matthew says he's from Ireland and everyone freaks out, which right. I thought was really funny. Oh, but Liam, you shouldn't take beef problem. with this because you're Irish. No, I don't Girls have, think no, Irish guys are listen, hot. I don't have beef with people thinking Irish accents are hot because I do as well. But they don't, he didn't start talking and they go, oh, you've got a nice accent. He's already talking. Then they say, then he says he's from Ireland and they go, whoa, you must have a good, sexy accent then. It's but like, I don't think it's just, just about the accent. I, it's just not just the accent. The reason people love Irish boys isn't just about the accent. They what is have, it then? They have a nice vibe. Oh, They're all fuck kind of <laughs> This is it's just nonsense. It's nonsense. It's the it's one of these things that like becomes a thing Liam, that you have to do. You're deem sexy. Irish. You should back this theory. But I don't have an Irish accent, but like American girls like the English accent. And if if I was talking and girls were like, oh, I like your accent, which happens at work, believe it or not. But if if I was talking to a girl. And then I said, yeah, I'm English. And I go, oh, you must have an English accent then. It's like, yeah, the same accent I've been talking with, like, the last 15 minutes. Are you kidding me? Well, that's the same thing. That's why I think it's ridiculous. When, like, when we were at that diner and that girl was like, say something. Yeah. It's like, just talk to me and then I'll say something. no, but I've already been saying something. It's like, (laughs) is it it only sexy now you know it's Northern Irish? Yeah. Okay, but also later in the episode... Uh, Matthew says that he lived in California for two years. And I was like, Matthew must have done so good with girls in California. He's six foot six and he's got an Irish accent. Come on. Come on. 
Okay, and then I gotta say one other thing from this conversation. Sam goes, I'm an engineer, so I'm good with my hands. Like, right away, you. I'm out, I'm out. And Chloe is frothing at the mouth at all these boys. She is ready. Back at Casa Amor, the OG boys are discussing their sleeping arrangements. Tyler is seeming a little bit too comfortable with these new girls for my taste. Exactly what we worried about. And here's my thing. I can't expect someone that new to stay loyal. Like, like on paper, he's been with Kaz, what, three or four days? Yeah, So I can't expect that of him. I'm just disappointed because... No, because he seemed so giddy with Kaz. Right, he seemed he was. genuinely happy. He was. So why fuck it up? And look, it's, it's only four days, but you can make a connection in four days. You can sort of like, you know, kind of understand. Obviously, there are things about that person and details of their life, but I think you can get to someone's essence in four days if, if you're like both compatible. And that's what it seemed. And he didn't seem, in, he didn't talk to a single other girl when he came in. And so to immediately be like, um, yeah, I'll sleep in your bed. Oh, you want me as well to sleep in your bed? It's like, oh, dude, like, th- yeah, these these children, and they keep on saying, I'm like a kid in a candy store, which is played out, that expression. But they are just like, just running around like headless chickens. It's kind of embarrassing, actually. It is embarrassing. So then that night, we get our getting ready montage, and Amy kicks off the night in Casa more with Truth or Dare. Well, is it, or is it just... Dare, 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 dare. Well, that's the thing. It's like, if they do dare, it's like, snog the boy you fancy the most, which is in a way a truth. And then if it's a truth, they say, list your top three guys. Or I, list your blah, 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 blah. This was one of the worst things I've ever seen on Love Island. It was pretty horrendous. I, I've never felt more like a granddad watching something I wouldn't be watching. <laughs> uh, this is actually kind of like probably what my dad must have felt like when... He would come in, we would be watching stuff when we were younger. And he's like, what is this track? What is this rubbish? This tripe? What's this tripe you're watching? And it's like, you don't get it, dad. You're old. Whatever, dad. You're boring, you old dag. And like, that's how I feel watching Here's this. Here's my thing like, that this upsets was me. What, is, what really upsets me about these challenges is that when they go to kiss... Uh, they like smash their faces into each other. Oh. And they kiss so intensely that it's like... They're they're trying way too hard. It reminds me of like yeah. the beginning of a planned orgy where everyone's like really nervous. Yes. Like they're all like, yes, or like a middle school dance. They're all making out like how I did at a middle school dance. Do you know what I mean? Right, like right, way right. too much jaw action. And like they all say when they do their confessionals later, they're all like, not gonna lie, it was a good kiss. It's like no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. The, all these kisses are gross. <laughs> There's not a single good kiss amongst them. And then there was the three-way kiss with Liam and Salma and Yeah, that's and pretty gross. Clarice. And Lily gives Liam a lap dance. Oh, just that like, was the worst moment. Uh, <laughs> the whole thing was hideous. Yeah, it was pretty gross. And I also liked it contrasted with the villa because the yes. girls were just playing this like very tame round of Never Have I Ever. But what a difference. What a difference. Well, like, this is my thing. These boys are just not loyal. Well, that's the episode. That's the title of the next episode. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? We're at the end of the episode basically because this episode ends with Liam seeming a little guilty, but a little like flirty. And, and a goes, little drunk. And, a li- and very drunk. He seems pretty drunk. And he says... He loves to flirt, and he likes flirting with Millie best, but, you know... Boom, end of episode. And in this moment, when they end the episode on that, in my mind, I'm like, fuck, that's telling us that it's only going to get worse from here. I mean, even if he doesn't, even if he doesn't choose another girl, like, 
Ah, how can, you can't behave like that and then go back to your original girl and be like, hey. Well, I think at the place he's at now, he can go back. Maybe, maybe but, I'm jumping ahead. But but, let's get into this next right. episode. So this was Tuesday night's episode, episode 30. We've covered 30 episodes wow. of the show. Can you believe? Yeah. And not, not surprisingly, this episode's called Bros Ain't Loyal. <laughs> Because they're fucking not. It starts out that same night. It starts with Chloe pulling Dale for a chat. I thought this was interesting. Chloe says she doesn't like tall boys. Yeah, good for her. I love that. It's just, it's refreshing. It's a, it's a, oh, it's it's really a breath refreshing. of fresh air. Even though I like tall boys. Um, and you know I and said... And you're six foot, so I'm, I'm grateful. You know I said uh, <laughs> when, like, right at the beginning of Chloe that she kind of reminded me, she was like, I can imagine her, like, as an old lush with a feather boa, like, seducing younger men. Yeah. This is it. She's like, she's unleashing her inner cougar. I Chloe love it. Chloe has, I stole this from my friend who I hung out with last night, who was like, you know what? I realized I have second wife energy. <laughs> Chloe she has really like does. third wife energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. But this is her. This is her element. She's so good at this. She's like, she's kind of an unashamed flirt and she's confident and she's fun. And like, this is kind of like, what she's been wanting this whole time, just like a blank canvas and a load of a load of hungry boys that she can just like try and munch on. I was really surprised she went for Dale though. I didn't think his well, first of all, he's got these like frosted tips. And then she also keeps saying that she hates that he wore chains. Like she keeps saying Dale is her number one pick on looks, but she hates that he wears chains. So, yeah, I was surprised. I would have thought she would have gone for Matthew or maybe Medi or maybe even Sam. I'll say one thing about Or maybe Jack Dale. or maybe Harry. I just didn't well, think you, just all of them apart from Dale. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm, I'm pretty good at understanding, uh, especially um, like UK regional accents. But man, his Glasgow accent, you know, it's like, are you sure you wanted to cast him? When there's a lot of Americans watching this now, and they are not going to understand a word. You talk like that, you're a bit eerie, like. Yeah, but I think the Americans like that. I love like Sam on season three. Do you remember him? I could not understand no, a word that, that boy said, and it it was fun for me because I was like, what? <laughs> All right, fair enough. I just. Um, but it is hard for me as the main note taker of the show because I don't really know what he's saying. I mean, I but... didn't really know. I, I haven't really heard understood what he's yeah. saying. But they do Since seem to be vibing off each other. Whatever he's saying, we're getting the vibe that he likes Chloe as well. <laughs> Analyzing um, his body language. Yeah. yeah. And then we go back to Casa more. The girls ask Toby what he's thinking about Abby. And we get the shot and He of- says who? No, <laughs> well, Jake tells the camera right after this. He goes, yeah, I love the boy, but his head's going to be turned, which I thought was funny. And then right after that, like immediately after that, the producers show us Abby back at the villa saying that she backs herself and is going to try and stay true to Toby because she really likes him. So yeah, good one. Good luck with that. Then we see Liam saying to the boys <sighs> that he's very sexually attracted to Lily. This really upsets me. This really upsets me. And Jake tells him to chat to her. Uh, just also, also, Jake's egging everyone oh on God. way too much. I've written it. Jake is a bit of a snake. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I've, I've thought this for a while now, but Jake is kind of the... Jake is the architect. Jake is the head boy of the boy gang. And I kind of don't like boy gangs. So everything we talked about before, that it's tribalistic, it's kind of toxic. It's all about egging each other on and not really supporting each other as humans. 
And well, it's the same thing. Like oh. when when uh, when Liberty told him that she loved him, and he turns to the other ones and says, "Like she said, I love you." Yeah. Like it was funny, but it it's again like kind of emotionally unattached. Yeah. Like he's not he's not able to to be vulnerable in front of other people. And it does seem like he's he it often is the instigator of the lad energy. Yes, you know, kind of always. Now. Yeah, yeah. He he is the main. He's the head boy. So, anyways, back to Liam. So Liam pulls Lily for a chat. Lily says, oh, really "I'm surprised annoying. you pulled me. I thought you were married with kids." And he says he really does like Lily, but he doesn't want to establish his relationship with her with doubts. Okay, and then also, <laughs> Lily's stuffed animal's name is, I guess it's like Boosie, but, but, Bussy. L- Liam keeps saying Boosie, which, do you know the term Boosie? I, I, I looked it up. I texted Rory about it because I wanted to see if gay guys used it in England too, and he said he's heard it, but it's not super popular, but in America... It means boy pussy. It's like something gay guys will say. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't need to put it into a sentence. I think we get the uh, okay. we get the gist. So when she said her stuffed animal was named Bussy, I I I gagged. <laughs> I just uh, I know it's not her fault. She probably named it when she was like three. I just don't like her. She annoys. She's already she's like the standout annoying one. She annoys me. Too, and she's like, oh, Millie. Millie's like so cool and down to earth and like calm. And mature and Potter, like she just ticks all she the has boxes. Great fashion sense she, too. She's, just, she's like, just killing it. She's just slightly better at everything than Lily. So for Liam, just to be like again, it's just grass is greener mentality. That's all it is. It's like, well, now I'm on this green grass. I've forgotten about you know how how green that grass was in the villa. And it's like, dude, like oh, this you know, even he thought this was a turning point. It's like, oh, I've never been interested in a girl this early. And it's like, well, yeah, now you're still not. You're you're the same old fuckboy that you were in mm. Wales. And it's very disappointing. I mean, remember in his intro package, he said, my friends call me Mr. Steal Your Man. Yeah. He's clearly loved. He like, clearly Mr. Steal Your Girl. I, I said that yeah. both times. I say it. <laughs> Either way, he clearly likes to pull girls. He likes the chase. I think that's it. I think he just likes the chase. It's very superficial. Yeah, it and, is. And ultimately, you like the chase because you like the attention yeah. and the, the positive reinforcement. But it's like, you get that from Millie, dude, you know? It's interesting because Liam is younger than Toby, but up until this point, he's been seeming much maturer than Toby. Anyway, so then we see Tyler and Amy chatting. Amy asks Tyler if she could sleep in his bed. And ugh, Tyler says, yeah, he doesn't seem that concerned about it. Also... You can get to know the girl. You can talk to her. You can have chats. You're gonna you're gonna do challenges. You're probably gonna have to like force kissing. You don't have to share a bed. Like right. I, this is this is crazy to me. Like How does I, that I, help you get to know somebody really? I I it doesn't. Especially it doesn't. on night one. All it does all it one. does is encourage like they know what, what it's doing. It's encouraging like sexual contact. Right. It's also so but silly because they're all really worried about this and the boys could just sleep with each other and the girls could just sleep with each other too. I think it's crazy that these boys are like, well, we have to sleep somewhere, so all right, I'll pick the hot girl to sleep. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? And then afterwards, Hugo and Amy chat and Hugo tries to make a play to get her to sleep with him, but she says she's already asked Tyler. And I couldn't tell if this was an excuse or... 
if she is feeling Tyler more than Hugo. I think she's yeah, trying cool, to play no, her cards right because cool she knows she that Hugo definitely is going to pick a girl from Casa Amor. So I think she wants to be Hugo's girl, but she also likes Tyler. And then in classic Casa Amor week, we find out that the girls are loyal and the boys are sleazy. The- I think, I, I swear this is more so than usual. Like I, 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 the, the villa, the girls, the hosts as it were, that it was so tame. They were like, they were kind of like treating new arrivals as they, as you're supposed to treat them. It's almost- like a bit of flirting, a bit of a chat, a bit of an icebreaker game, but you're not going to be like, right, so uh, whose dick am I going to suck tonight? It's like, oh my God, like, relax, have a bit of decorum. Do you know what I mean? I think all the girls except for Chloe have some sort of feeling for the guy they're with. Right, Even right. Abigail. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so we see that night the boys all get into bed with their new girls, except for Teddy and Jake, who sleep outside. And okay, here he, again, am I gonna have to fully change my position on Teddy? I think so. He seems like he's trying really hard to be a good guy change. here. I don't know. I'm impressed with him. He impressed me this episode. I mean, there's still a part of me that thinks he's doing this so he comes across to the audience. Sure, like, sure, sure. I'm a good guy, you know. I'm a good loyal guy. Well, anyone on this show, I think you could make the claim. Are they genuine? Are they doing anyone on reality TV? You have to question their motives a little bit because they came on reality TV. You know, yeah. it's like on The Bachelor. They have to constantly pretend they're just here for love. It's like, no, all of you guys had a very specific reason for coming on reality TV. Yeah. Come on. OK, anyways, so the Villa girls are all sleeping separate from the boys. These boys aren't loyal. Next morning, the Villa girls tell the new boys that if they make them coffee, they'll get a chat. And then when they bring up the coffees, all the girls are like, oh, my God, this coffee's so good. How do they make it so much better than the, our old boys? And I'm like, damn, these boys are about to steal your girls. Look out. <sighs> Liam tells the boys about how he woke up with Lily, like, on top of him Ugh. with his leg over him. Lily does tell the girls it's because he kept, like, taking up more and more of the bed, so she had to, like, grab onto him to stay on the bed. But uh, I'm frustrated. I'm I'm very upset. Yep. I really expected more from, from Liam. I kind of didn't. And Tyler says he gave, gave Amy a little cuddle, and I was expecting a little more from Tyler, even though, again, he's only been with Kaz for a couple days, so I can't, like, blame him, but I'm irrationally mad at him. Do you know what I think? Uh, I've written this down. Do you know what I think might be some... Uh, some element to this, the guys feel like they can't be nice and keep an arm's length. I think some of it is like, yeah, but she wanted to cuddle me in bed. I don't want to be a bad guy and say no. But it's like, yeah, but you can't, you can't like put yourself out as charity. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so if I'm at work and someone gives me their number, I'm not going to be like, oh, I don't want to make her feel bad. So I'll go on a date with her. It's like, no, you can't, <laughs> you can't do that. And it's like. I don't know, like like the girls, the girls in the villa know how to do it, and the boys are like chasing after the girls, and the girls will re- like reciprocate as much as they have to. But they're like, "Cool, thanks for opening the door for me. Mm. I'm not going to share a bed with you because you're nice to me, and I don't want to feel bad." Later in the day, we see Chloe tell Dale that she's loving his look today without the chains. Of course, she just drops it and he's like, oh, really? She's like, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, before that. It's like when a guy smells and you're like, oh, um, you should try this perfume. Oh, my gosh, it smells so good on you. <laughs> but before that, before they sat down and started talking, just in like, like perfect cougar fashion, she was like, 
Dale, come for a chat. And she doesn't ask, she just demands. And even <laughs> the girls are like, all right, go and, go get yours. Go get yours. Like, she is a cougar. They seem to be really liking each other. They seem like they match each other's energy pretty well, which again, I wasn't expecting. I also can't get over Dale's like crazy white teeth. Oh, just they're not say, quite. Those veneers are just. Ugh. Yeah, they're not quite like Jack Fincham level, but they're pretty bad. Yeah, they're really bad. Matthew is helping Kaz work out, and she's actually being a little flirty here. Yeah, maybe, but that, but she's allowed like, to flirt. Yeah, she, she should, but he shouldn't like be sleeping in the bed with this girl. Yeah, and, but she's yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's she's putting out there a little bit, and like I said, you can be nice. It's not like you have to be like. I'm I'm coupled up. So I even don't think talk you can flirt. I definitely think you can flirt. But I just don't think your flirting like, should be like I like you. I'm there. Like Liam like saying, he's very sexually oh, attracted to her. God, yeah. yeah. No, that's that's beyond that. That's over the line. Yeah. That's over the line. But anyways, as they're working out, she gets a text. Hugo also gets a text and Casa more, and we find out the two villas will compete in a raunchy race challenge. Hashtag make mad moves. And tons of snogging ensues. Oh, Sex I, positions I, are acted I, out. I hate these Again, everyone like smashes their face into each other and like licks it. each other. I hate it. <laughs> it's so aggressive. It's so like, I don't know what you're proving. Yeah. Oh, I, I, oh, it really turns my stomach. One little subtle thing here is that Dale had to snog the girl he fancies the most and he picks Abby, not Chloe, but... He was sitting next to Abby, so maybe he was just like trying to get the challenge done as quick yeah, as possible. Yeah. But I did notice that. Um, uh, <laughs> poor Liberty has to make out with Matthew for fifteen seconds. Right, and she hates it, and she does it. <laughs> she kind of does it the way you're supposed to. You're not supposed to like enjoy this and go yeah. in for like, yeah, I'm gonna have another five seconds. She did say though, she was like, I do feel really bad because I was probably the worst kiss of Matthew's life. It's <laughs> fine. She's not trying to impress Matthew. Yeah, right? but I did feel bad for Matthew. Like, if I was Matthew, I would feel like I'm like sexually assaulting the girl because she's like cringing away from him and he has to keep making out right, with Right, but I, I, I just think like the fact that she's doing that on a duress and like it is, it's, she doesn't want to do it. She doesn't enjoy it. Like, yeah. kind of, she's like the only real one. Oh, and then here's another moment I'm mad at Liam about because it says a boy has to suck the toes. It doesn't say who. And Liam like jumps up so quick, rips Lily's shoe and sock off and starts sucking her toe, which I can't remember. Was Liam one of the guys? There was another guy who said he was in defeat. I think besides it was. Jake. Yeah, I think was it, was it Liam? Actually. It's just like uh, you didn't have to do it. So much at for- this point, you're doing things you don't have to do. Exactly. Which then becomes snakey. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm just getting to know her. Like, we just, like, had sex three times that night, you know? How am I going to know? It's like, all right, you, bit, you can't have your cake and eat it again. We've been yeah. through this. And we find out the game was a draw. The Casa Moore and the Villa will both get parties tonight. And poor Lib is really upset because she knows that there was a round that Jake would have to go, the shortest boy, and he won that round. So... She's just feeling kind of icky because his tongue was in another girl's mouth. And again, it's like, yeah, you can't be mad at him for doing the game. But I do understand this feeling of just like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, she like naturally feels weird about it because she's got feels. And Jake doesn't feel that bad about it because, I don't know, he's a boy. He's one of the boys. Yeah. He's one of the boys over being Liberty's boyfriend. Yeah, Which is totally. kind of like what you don't He's want. He's bros your, over hoes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And then that night, our last little scene we get is Liam telling Lily again 
He's very attracted to her and thinks she's amazing. And he says, either way, I'm hurting someone's feelings. Okay, bitch, you're not hurting Lily's feelings. Yeah, yeah, these aren't equal. Yeah. These these two girls aren't of equal standing. Like, so why don't you hurt the girl who's known you for 24 hours or the girl who's like, oh my God, we should go traveling together and like have a life together. You know, Millie's already being like, I can marry him. I wonder what his parents like. I'm probably going to have to meet yeah, him soon. Yeah, okay, Liam, Liam, literally last pod, I think we were talking about how Liam said he was falling for Millie. And now he's acting like this? I'm sorry, he's like biting his lips. He's giving her sexy eyes. Oh. He's clearly like kind of laying it on thick. And it's like, again, you could have gotten to know the girl in a more respective way. I'm just upset. I'm upset. I stand Liam and Millie. And now, even if Liam goes back to the villa, it's going to feel very like Curtis and Amy oh, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done. He's he's already done too much. He he's already gone too far. He's already like being like he's not just like oh just getting to know her. It's like nah, you you want to get get to know her too much. Like right. this is he's gone beyond the. They pale. can't. They now can't have that moment of Millie standing there single and he walks in and they hug and it strengthens their relationship like. Now at this point, he's going to have to go back, even if he doesn't pick Lily. He's going to have to go back and be like... Yeah, and grovel. I did try and get with yeah. this girl, kind of. Ugh. Yeah. But again, this is what I mean. Like, if, 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 if it's this easy for, like, your eyes, your head to be turned, just imagine what these boys would be like if they went on a holiday, like, with their, with their boys, with their guy mates yeah without cameras, without cameras without their girlfriend there like oh my god they would cheat on you like in an instant in an instant i have no doubt yeah including jake well Snakes. that was it for the episode we see the preview with the classic postcard i just wanted to finish what with like we- how it's kind of funny how like how much harder it is for the villa boys than the Casper and more yeah, girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Casper and more girls is like, right, which one of you hunks is going to sleep with me tonight? And they're like, um, I will, I suppose. And these boys in the villa, bless them, they're like, so, uh, tell me about where, where you were born. <laughs> yeah. While this girl, while this girl's like, yeah, all right, I'm going to tell you, but nothing's ever going to happen. I will say all the new boys seem, re- I guess we haven't really heard much from Harry and we haven't really heard much from or, Sam. Or Meddy. Or Meddy, but Meddy seems nice. Uh, I was just going to say, they all seem really nice. Actually, the only one who seems uh, questionable to me is Sam, because he made that joke about, he keeps making those jokes about being good with his hands, and he's like, I score 100% of the time. His intro package gave me bad vibes. But in the villa, they all seem really nice and sweet, don't they? And very respectful. Hmm. We like that, although it's a little more boring. (laughs) I want boring. I want these boys to go in there. And be like, no, thank you. I've no. got my girl back in uh, the villa. Sorry. Look, for weeks we've been saying we need Casa more to get some juice. So we're mad I at know, the boys. I'm a but... hypocrite. I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> now it's come to this. Now the shit has hit the fan. I want to re- rewind and like de-shitify the fan. I just wanted Liam not to be the... To be honest, Liam and Millie were my favorite couple at the moment. The two boys I didn't... I wanted to stay loyal were Liam and Jake and and also Tyler, although it was going to be like a great story if Tyler stuck with Kaz because mm. they were so new. Yeah, it's just disappointing. Yeah. Do we think, I honestly think our, our couple that, well, we're going to have a Jake and Lib being together and being happy, but it would be especially horrible if Jake went in with someone else. But I actually uh, think we might get a Teddy Faye 
moment of them not bringing other people back. Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right, those are our episodes. Should we get into the news? Let's do it. This is the news. All right, so this week we're only going to have taking stocks because Rory is gone. Rory! We miss him. This week in stocks. So taking stocks, we do have a lot to cover tonight, okay? Because we have so many new Instagrammers. I can see the paragraph. I know, I'm sorry. So we got to start off with Lucinda. Lucinda gained her IG verification slash checkmark just before leaving the villa. She left in second place overall with 346K, an incredible run, and definitely enough to secure some major sponsorships in the future. Lucinda entered in the second week of the game with 59.5K, our third highest preseason numbers before Casa Amor. We're going to get into that behind Shannon and Kaz. And she currently holds the crown for the contestant with the highest number on the night of their dumping. Does that make sense? Right. Like when they were dumped, she's had the highest number out of anyone so far, even more than Shannon. Although Shannon. She's the most popular dumpee. Yes. Although, interestingly enough, Shannon, our first dumped Islander, is now at 428K. She's continued to grow a ton since being dumped, which is very impressive. But in the competition, we're only going to be counting their stats on the night of their dumping. We're only going to be counting what they're doing within the villa. Aaron also was dumped from the island. He was our fourth original Islander to be dumped. He started with 5.5K preseason and has grown 3,081% to 175K. At the time of his dumping, he was our third place boy and our ninth place overall. We will miss the strong and confident player. We will indeed. And because of these two strong players being dumped, the ranks have shifted majorly. Lib is still our top girl by a long way. She has 456K. Wow. Between pods, she crossed the 400 mark and she finally gained her IG verification. I don't know who was running her page and hadn't requested verification yet, but congrats to Liberty. She finally has it. Since Lucinda was dumped, Kaz moves up to our number two girl with 344K. This again shows the massive power of Liberty right now. She has more than 100K than any other Islander currently on the island. That is very impressive. Hugo's our number three with 323. Faye is our number four with 289. Millie made massive moves this week, moving from number number nine overall and moving up to number five. She overtakes Chloe for our fifth place. And Millie, again, had the strongest growth for the unfresh Islanders this week. Congrats to her. Chloe does move down to sixth place with 224K, and all of our other Islanders lie below 200K. Tyler and Abigail trail the pack in 11th and 12th places, and they're both just about 28K. Losers. Okay, now let's jump into our new Casa More players. We have so many players this week to talk about. I'm sorry, I'm going to talk fast. So we're going to analyze their data as separate from the island until they get chosen to come back into the villa, okay? So we're going to start with our girls. Clarice enters with the number one preseason IG follower count of the entire season, even more than Shannon. She starts with 240K. She's already an influencer and a brand owner, and she's already IG verified. She came into the game with those numbers, so clearly a strong player. 
Mary enters with our number two of Casa Moore and our number two preseason IG follower count of the entire season again, even more than Shannon. She has 197K. And Mary is already like a what? E-list celebrity. She's already dated the GOAT. She's a model. She's already worked with Boohoo. I saw it first. Pretty little thing. So she was very good casting by the by the yeah, producers. Yeah. Salma enters with 46K. Kayla with 43.6. And Lily with 11.3. All these girls are above any of the new boys' numbers, except for actor Amy, who only enters with 1.7K. She is in last place of all the Casa Amor players. The boys. Mehdi entered as our top Casa Amor with 8K. I gotta say, his IG name is Prince of the City. In all caps. I don't know. I don't know, but he's the prince. He can have it. Yeah, the rest of the boys are all just below like 5 to 3K. They are nothing impressive. Yeah, standard boy entry numbers. Standard. And all the new players had pretty good growth between pods. Clarice still leads the pack with Mary following just behind. And the only real notable boy actually was that Dale had great growth. He jumped several positions to snatch the crown of top boy away from Medi. Dale has 13.5K in impressive gross from his original 4.7K. And that's what I got for taking stocks. All right. Oof. I know that was a lot. I'm sorry if you bared it's with me. a lot me. of numbers. It was a lot of numbers. All right. Well, we don't really have any daily fails. So should we jump into our top lad and, and best bird? Yeah. Top lad. Okay, um, my top lad. Oh, how do I, how do I do this? How do I say this? Oh, oh I know what you're gonna say. Greatly to say this, but I can't vote for. I can't vote for. Oh, I could, but it seems lazy to vote for Hugo again. And well, Hugo, Hugo fucked it up with Chloe. Right, he doesn't exactly. deserve top lad. I'm sorry. He 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 messed it up with his you know friend zoning. So. Let's hear it. That Let's do it. One other guy who wasn't a, a complete creep, to be honest, this week. Um, and it's Teddy. My top lad was also Teddy. Yeah, but that's not half you to say because you like like you like Teddy for the last three weeks. I haven't hated Teddy for the last three weeks. Now I kind of like Teddy. I don't I don't like Teddy, but I think Teddy, whether whether he's doing it as like the audience at home and looking good play or whether he's actually just like has loyalty to to the to Faye. Hmm. Either way, I respected the way he wasn't like, oh, what? No, what? He wasn't no, foaming no, not, at the mouth. Oh, yeah, God. He was sensible. And just not jumping in bed with another girl when there's a girl there waiting for you, not jumping in bed with a, a, a new guy. Let's do best bird. Who runs the world? Girls. He's definitely my type on paper. Hashtag girl code. Yes, queen. <laughs> best bird. Who is your best bird, Liam? Uh, I mean, well, I I always say this, but Chloe, oh my God, she this is the this is the real Chloe. She this is like letting the the caged tiger out. It's been pacing up and down, you know, not being able to be its tiger self, you know, its majestic beast. And now that now these boys are coming, and she is like she's on one. She is the cougar. She is the the man eater that we all thought she was and she's doing it great and she's like just you know she's unapologetic and she's just doing her and yeah chloe 
Respect. I'm going to do something a little controversial. I'm going to give my best bird to Lily. Because, look, look, we're mad at Liam about the situation. But Lily is the only girl on here who has already really captured the attention of someone that we thought was in a very solid couple. If you are a Casa More person, this is what you need to do. You need to come in and stir up some drama and go for the villa. She needs to get into that villa. The reason I don't give her that much credit for it is that I don't think she's done any good gameplay. I think, if anything, she's kind of been bad. So, Well, I'm still giving her my best bird. You do that. Yeah. All right, you guys, so that was the first half of week five. Liam, what do you think is going to happen? Let's do our, because next week, next pod, we might actually know the ending. I'm not, I'm not sure if we will or not. Um, I think. <sighs> Let's quick go through the couples and say if we think they're going to stay together. Jake and Lib. Yeah. Yeah. Liam and Millie. I, I, I think he probably will choose Millie ultimately, but. I kind of think the relationship as we know it is dead in the water, to be honest. I'm feel- at this point, my gut is feeling like he's going to stick with Lily. I almost feel like he's going to like get carried away and be like, well, I guess I can't go back to Millie now, even though I do. I, like I think I think he's going to share a bed. They're going to kiss. They're going to do all this stuff. Then he's going to say, oh, she's nice, but I get on more with Millie. Mm. And then Millie's going to be like, Fuck you. You can't audition another girl and then decide that I like go through to the next round of auditions. Like it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Okay. So speed round. Let's move on to the next couple. So right. Faye and Teddy. Yes. Stay there. Stay together. Mm, okay. I do think Teddy and Clarice would be a hot couple, but I think Teddy seems to be really into Faye. So what? Hugo and Chloe. Yeah. I mean, they're not a real couple. So they're, I mean, especially Chloe. Chloe is going to like fully get her claws into Daddy. Yeah. Good for them. And not let him go. Tyler and Kaz. Oh, I, again, I think, uh, sorry, I, I spoke over you. I think Tyler is going to choose Kaz, but Kaz is going to be like, motherfucker, you can choose me, but we're not together. Not no, after the shit you pulled. But they haven't been together that long. I think if he does choose her, that's actually a very bold statement at this level in the relationship. So that's good. They haven't only been together like three days. Right. But I still think he's gone over that, over that like line, that sort of line of like mm. what's acceptable a little bit. Yeah, Especially I mean, I'm white. disappointed in him, but I actually don't think he's doing anything that horrible. And last, but maybe least, Toby and Abigail, what do you think? I mean, I, I, I think he's probably forgotten Abigail's name at this point. I think she's going to stay loyal to him, though. I think she will, but he won't. He, he'll literally just choose whoever pays him the most attention because he's, he's just like a little dog yeah. that wants to be petted. Well, there we have it. There are our predictions. We'll just have to wait and see. So next pod might be a little strange. We might have Rory join us on Thursday and then we'll do two nights recap and then we'll add a little extra onto the pod of us just recapping the third episode. But we're going to figure it out. We may or may not have Rory next pod. We all miss him. Mm. Thank you all so much for listening. If you got to the end of this episode, I'm impressed with you. We're so grateful you're with us. Please tell a friend, write us an iTunes review, you know, reach out and follow us on the pod. Send us a message that you're enjoying it. We would really appreciate it. It gets us geeked. Until next time. Until next time. Peace. Bye. All right, let's get the fuck out of here, Gil. Thanks for listening to Across the Pod. We upload new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday, so make sure you're subscribed to follow along with us on this hot, hot summer of love. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Love Island Pod for those mean.
news and juicy goss. Again, that's at Love Island Pod. Send us a message at I've got a text at acrossthepod.co.uk. Again, that's I've got a text at acrossthepod.co.uk. If you're enjoying Across the Pod, please leave us a review. We would be absolutely geeked. See you next time, babes. <laughs>